Welcome to Managing Chaos. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Managing Chaos. I'm Teresa here with my host, my partner in life. Hey, guys. This is Kel. And today we have a special guest. We have Ken again from the Not at Odds podcast. Um, we're all kind of doing our quarantine cast and all in our own little home studios, trying to keep our six feet away from each other. But we thought uh, we could be alone together. Yeah. You want to say hi, Ken? Come yeah. On. Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm keeping that six foot away from you guys. Absolutely. I'm doing about 60 miles, but I got to say you guys are a little <laughs> close to each other. I can see you on video. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Get apart a little bit. Okay. There you go. Much better. No, we're in this together. We're on the sinking ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So today we decided that we would talk a little bit about managing this coronavirus that's going on. I don't know if anybody else knows about it, but yeah, it's been the news a little bit. <laughs> so we're going to talk about how we're managing the chaos of this new style of life that we've come into over the last couple of weeks. We know a lot of people have been really impacted by this um, this disease, and we know it's affecting a lot of people's lives, so we are not going to make jokes or make light about the disease or the impact it's having on people. We're just going to kind of talk about why you can't find toilet paper and that kind of craziness. Yeah, so uh, how are you holding up over there, Ken? Well, we are holding up, and I've never heard you call me Ken, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> I know it was weird. Did you hear me pause? I did I like, hear you uh... pause. I don't know. I don't think you've ever called me anything. Just, hey, you. <laughs> oh, she's called you things. <laughs> no, no, no I, I meant to my face. face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're holding up good. We are uh, in the toilet paper range. We've got, we started off with 180 rolls. I don't know how they happened. It just happened. 180 rolls for the two of us. Don't give That's out just my a normal address. Weekend for you, right? <laughs> yes, it is. We're we're down to one <laughs> roll. Um, we we had uh, a month worth of rations, and we've finished that off today. So now all we got left is beer, and uh, I'm working on that. So. So that's how I'm holding up. How are you guys? Um, I mean, we're holding up, aren't we? Yeah, if we're just talking rations right now, uh, we're we've done pretty good. We've uh, got a nice little stockpile. We got all the food we need for a little while. Um, I was a little bit nervous about the toilet paper, so I got ahead of the game. I'm always kind of trying to think ahead and how to get ahead of stuff like this. And um, we ordered a bidet, one of the nothing fancy, one of the little $40 ones that you add on to your toilet. But I figured if this is the apocalypse, I'm going to be king of it. You are the king of it, that's for sure. My sister sent me a picture. They're down in uh, St. Augustine. And they sent a picture. They had the blow dryer stuck up underneath the rim of the uh, <laughs> toilet. I saw that. <laughs> Did you see that? Well, I hurried uh -huh. up and sent him a picture real quick of the dog, my dog, right back. And I said, this is what I'm going to use. And my sister said, that oh. would really make it, that, that will really make her a shih tzu. So, hey. <laughs> but you guys are a two dog family. So you guys are all set. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> One for uh, each of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man, that toilet paper thing is ridiculous, isn't it? Why don't you tell them about when you were at the store the other day? Yeah, I was at Meyer yesterday, and um, at the time of recording, we're about nine days past when it really started getting crazy here for us in Michigan. 
So we all know that a week ago, that's all you heard about on the news, everybody fighting for toilet paper and building their toilet paper mountains. Um, we got what we needed then, but yesterday, well, kind of every day we've been popping into the grocery store, getting a little more, a little more. Um, we're not like stockpiling like a lot of crazies, but we're just making sure we have enough for a couple weeks in case we do get quarantined in the house just to make sure we have what we need. Um, so I went to to Meyer yesterday, and actually I was on the phone with you the whole trip. And man, it was like um, we used to do the Black Friday craziness, and it was worse than any Black Friday I'd ever seen. People were acting normal, but there are just so many people. And that was at eight o'clock in the morning. I got to the back where they had toilet paper, and they actually did have a supply, but they had somebody there, like an armed guard, and bouncing people <laughs> out of the toilet paper section. They had a limit to, um, and you had asked me to grab a pack for my sister, and uh, they they commented on how gen or like how nice I was because I only took one pack when everybody else was trying to hoard as many as they could. Like, well, so two, there are two pieces of that, right? Like, I never thought I'd get a compliment on my uh, toilet paper purchase. So that kind of got me uplifted and feeling good uh, first thing in the morning. And then also I thought about how later on in the day my sister had to come to my house to pick up a pack of toilet paper. And just, like, thinking of that interaction and, like, man, what have we come to? Yeah, she was very thankful. Yeah, I just got done talking to her. We just uh, did a little quick podcast about that and... She did say that you you mentioned what I said is that you was gonna throw it out the door so that all the neighbors could see and everybody could do a WrestleMania over it or something you know and video it and put it on YouTube. Hey, I just got to make a little money off YouTube. The YouTube famous. <laughs> the YouTube that would get the hits. Yes, the it would. That would have got the hits. That's for sure. Um, I would have felt pretty horrible though. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't let Melissa go to Sam's one morning early. Which And I was like, no, you can't go because it's going to be crazy. This was after they finally called and said, hey, we're on a lockdown or whatever they were saying. She wanted to go there so that she could throw some elbows and this and that. But, uh, you know, she uh, didn't let her go. And then later the kids sent me a video of people being stabbed at Sam's for toilet paper. You guys see that? Are you being serious right now? Oh, I'm being serious. No. No. Oh, yeah. my God. That's no good, man. Um, no. That's insane. There are two things I think about right then. A, explaining to your loved ones why you're no longer going to be around because you stabbed somebody over toilet paper. Right. <laughs> and then also laying on the ground thinking about how you just got stabbed over toilet paper. Like, over no matter toilet. whose perspective you have, it's not a good day. Well, I mean, it's not just toilet paper, though. Let's talk about that, right? It's everything like people are fighting in the grocery stores for everything i mean a freaking can of beets that they're never going to eat people are trying to buy them all so this is like legitimately an apocalypse i mean i think we're all living in uncharted territories right we're all going through something that none of us have ever gone through before yeah um and in times where a year ago, the most popular TV show was The Walking Dead, and they kind of showed what this could look like. Yeah, That's what people have in their head, and they've never seen it before. So I get the better safe than sorry thing, but at the same time, there's no reason to be fighting people. Every, every time we've gone to the grocery store so far, we've walked out with what we went for. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about them being out of hand sanitizer, but still having plenty of soap on the plenty of soap. Oh, on right. Them. Right. You're supposed to wash your hands. Wait. Says who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> only the CDC. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Ooh. That's... See, I thought I was building up immunity. <laughs> Like building up that tolerance, is that wrong? <laughs> no, I don't think so. So how are you guys on the kids now about washing hands? Are you wash those hands? Wash those hands. Yeah, so I mean I've I we've had to be telling uh Bezel multiple times, like wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And every time Boo leaves the bathroom you have to say, Did you wash your hands? And he goes, Oh, I forgot. I'm like, mm-hmm. Turn around, go back in there. Luckily enough for them, they're they're not really leaving the house a lot right no, now. Not at like all. basically if they're home or they go to grandma's for a little bit, so that's a saving grace. Um they're probably biggest risk is just us coming back home and so we've been extremely cautious of as soon as we get back in the house, Wash we're our washing hands. our hands. Um, I think at this point the dogs are more at risk though because they run right up to me when I walk in the door. The kids couldn't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, I got to say, what is with? Okay, parents are freaking out. Parents have had their kids for a week. Yeah, they're freaking out. What What do they do during the other times? His parents never had their kids for a week. I've heard you guys talk about having them for a week before on vacation. Oh yeah, yeah, that's rough. I mean. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like that, except, well, except now they have to be expected to teach them to do schoolwork with them, essentially homeschool them, you know? Maybe it's an unexpected week because, you know, we have summertime and so it's not like we're not used to having kids home, but maybe it's summertime we subconsciously kind of prep ourselves for it and we're not, this time we just weren't ready. Um, and then on top of that, most of the time when we do have them for long periods of time there's plans to go with it right like even if it starts to get a little boring we can go see a movie we can go to the trampoline park yeah we can do something just right now um there's yeah. nothing to do you're just People in the house 100 percent of the time yeah just cooped up with your kids i know for me like a lot of times i have m like multiple periods during the week when i have a couple of hours without the children or kelly and then you know those i call those my Teresa time when it's just me and nobody else and i haven't had that in nine days so i know for me i go a little cuckoo when i don't have that so i could imagine some of these parents who send their kids to school and then have a whole day to clean and go grocery shopping and do all of the things they need to do are now you know uh managing chaos all day long it can get overwhelming really fast i will say the house is in better shape than i would have expected it to be at this point yeah they've, they've gotten pretty decent about picking up their stuff but if I would have placed bets a week ago, the condition of the house right now, <laughs> it would have been a mess. But actually, the house is pretty decent. It, you know, it's we've been finding ways to keep the kids entertained. We're having to think outside of the box for parents, to, as parents as well. We went to Meyer the other day. We stocked up on flashcards and learning books that were appropriate for their age. We got them each a book that was like a reading book. Um, so there's that aspect of it. We went and bought them each a, a video game that they can play together. So we've had to take a couple steps to kind of help 
keep them entertained and keep them going in the right path to not drive us absolutely insane. Yeah. You know, you work in a school district, so how has life been for you? Well, uh, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. I don't, just between you and me and anybody that listens to this, I'm not sure if we're going to be back this year. I really don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm not sure if anybody, if everybody has grasped the uh, gravity of this situation yet. And so I've heard a couple of governors of other uh, states say that they don't think kids are going back to school. But I think deep down in all these parents' hearts, they're hoping their children go back to school in a couple of weeks so that life can go back to normal. Um, but I just don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, I really don't. I was thinking about this earlier about uh, what if this would have happened when Kelly was a bit younger? The same kind of thing, you know, back to the parents and the kids and everything. And when Kelly was younger and video games first come out, I would have been surprised to have seen him within a couple of weeks. You know, we just sent him downstairs <laughs> and he played video games and it's like, oh, hell, you still live here. So... I'm just saying, I think there's a little bit difference. I would have reverted back to caveman status, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think a couple months would have gone by. I would have came up from the dungeon and long hair, barely speaking English anymore. Just grunts. It would have been a mess. <laughs> I agree. And I don't see why that can't be happening right now with children, you know, because they don't really have to do their homework right now because they've already said none of that counts. Well, and a lot of it, too, is like, they're, they were kind of counting this as like a long spring break. So that's kind of been in the back of my head this whole time. Like I haven't felt quite as guilty as I should about not doing things with them because I'm like, hey, they're kind of on spring break. But then once we get past these three weeks, then what do you do? Because they're supposed to have another two months left of school. And our kids are in a very formidable years. You know, we have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And the seven-year-old, super, super intelligent, chalupa smart, and he's in um, basically in a, like a preschool. And it's um, he's really getting to the point where he's starting to get some traction. And you can tell the benefit he's getting from it. So just like grades aside or anything aside, I really don't want this to be able to stump them mentally, if that makes sense. No, oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do. I know they said that seniors are going to graduate. They've gotten rid of all the tests that's supposed to be happening this week, actually, this week coming up. All their uh, testing for graduating and everything. And somehow they're still going to graduate. And I don't know if they're just going to lift kids. You know, okay, you're now in third grade. You know, I'm not sure what they're going to well, do. Well, that's what I said. I was like, what if they make all these kids go back and go back to the grade that they were in this year, next year? And then aside from the seniors, everybody just goes back and starts over. Yeah, I think they'll just lift everybody. Oh, that could just, I don't know. I feel like that could be so, like, stunting, as Kelly said, for some of these kids that really needed those last two months. Well, maybe it just means extra work for the first chunk of next year to help catch up. Um, maybe they can go through and think through maybe a, um, an accelerated curriculum of knowing that we're just going to have a little catch up to play. But I think that's the more fair option when you think of, I mean, realistically, we're giving up a couple months of school versus resetting eight months of school. Yeah. How's that coming to play later on in their life 
when you're the one with a surgeon that got lifted to the next grade just because of coronavirus 19, you know, because <laughs> they all don't, they're all not graduating at the top of their class. Then you got the one that was, would have probably been held back, but hey, put Freddie on through. Now Freddie's your surgeon. How's that turn out? Well, my guess is that they're not going to go to college and be at the top of the class. And if they are, good for them. I'll take you as my surgeon. Well, and hopefully whoever's teaching that damn class notices the gap and takes care of it. (laughs) I would really hope that any surgeon, um, if you go back to high school, if they missed a couple months, it hopefully wouldn't impact them after their eight years of medical school or whatever. Okay, yeah, I was just trying to get you riled, but you're just being too serious on that. Sorry. <laughs> too logical. Come on. I know. Jeez, oh, peace. They have sent the college kids home, and they're clearing them out of their dorms. Buddy of mine, his daughter's got to be out by April 1st because they may need them for hospital rooms and whatnot. But they're sending the college Whoa. kids home. Oh, I hadn't heard that. I didn't oh, hear yeah, that either. Yeah. That's insane. Well, you know that they shut down the big three. My dad's plant closed like two days ago, and I read that they're going to turn it into, um, they're going to be making ventilators now instead Mm. of what they're, you know, the cars and stuff. So we got a flashback to World War II when they uh, started making tanks. So that's crazy. I didn't even think about your dad. Yeah. He's, uh, so he's off now. He's off, or is he a volunteer? Yeah. Some people can be paid volunteers working too uh i don't know if he's volunteering my guess <laughs> is probably yeah his choice or not yeah, yeah i mean i feel i feel for him because he's supposed to retire next january or february mm-hmm. and i don't know if he's going to because of all of this it's uh it's a scary time he just got off strike yeah yeah i mean this is unprecedented this whole thing and you know i've heard so many things like this could be an 18 month ordeal not just a couple of months depending on how everything is handled so it's insane so where's your status Uh, i know schools are closed but without saying what your role is are you quarantined are you still doing (laughs) some work what are you doing Okay, myself, I've been trying to keep myself quarantined. I've had an upper respiratory infection well before this. And so, you know, every time I cough, people crap their pants anyhow. And and I was talking about that earlier. You know, my wife is a dental hygienist, and she caught the respiratory infection. And she had to go to work Tuesday. So I told her to take uh, Lysol wipes with her because when somebody's in her chair and she coughs, they're definitely crapping all over her chair. But she's off now, <laughs> probably for 30 days. So I've been trying to keep myself quarantined. And I, and I've said this in enough podcasts. You know, I run the, the custodial crews and the maintenance crews. They're supposed to be back, not this week, but the following week. And I'm not sure how to handle that yet. You know, do we get a nurse in there to take their temperatures to come in? It, it just oh yeah because uh, they got to come in and finish cleaning i mean we've been in there spraying disinfectant everywhere and letting it set now we got to come back and get rid of that you know so i've got the whole buildings on lockdown nobody can come and go you know so i've got a lot of decisions to make between now and then but it changes every day of what's happening so it's hard to say yeah. what's going to happen by then i i've had them calling me today wanting to know and i i, I really don't know changes every day 
what is the governor going to say tomorrow? They closed down tattoo parlors, and just when I decided I was going to go in and get a matching one with you, Kel, I was going to get a matching tattoo Aww. with you, the, the one on oh, my leg. Were you going to get a big heart with his no, name? I was, was going to get the devil things on the back of my calf. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like it. But you have to get the whole one, not just the part that he has. Right. Well, I was going to get the other section of that what he don't oh. have. Oh. Being oh, a supportive. The missing part? Like, like the like, necklaces I, I was, yeah. when you're a like, kid. Exactly, oh, okay. exactly. But the governor said I can't. So sorry, Kel. The, uh, the moment is passed. Such a bummer. <laughs> Well, Amazon's down, but I think eBay's still up, so I'll order a tattoo gun. We got plenty of time. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I, I YouTube's still a thing. We can figure this out. <laughs> uh, we start getting in these rations of beer, it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so that's crazy, too, right? So you go to these grocery stores, the, the shelves are bare, you can't find rice, you can't find noodles, no toilet paper, no cleaning supplies, but the beer aisle is full. How do these people not think, I'm going to need beer to get through this? Yeah, that one was weird to me. Um, just the way our society usually functions, I figured that aisle would have been gone first, but... In fact, when I was at Meyer the other day at 8 a.m., I was the only person going down the liquor <laughs> aisle. And I know I was getting some looks, but I didn't give a damn. And I, I will tell you that that day, I, at the end of yesterday, I knew you and I were meant to be together because uh, I was at Meyer that morning and I bought a 20 pack of beer and I bought a uh, bottle of scotch. And I get home, and I open the cupboard to put the bottle of scotch away, and there's already a fresh bottle of scotch there. And I was like, oh, there you great go. minds think alike. And then, later in the day, she gets home from work and walks in with a 20-pack of beer. <laughs> so, oh, so we're stocked for a couple days of this quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> so are you having to go into work, or are you just staying at home? Well, it's I'm still going in, um, not like I normally do. But I still, you know, I'm going and checking the buildings. All my maintenance guys are off. But what's unique is tomorrow we'll have a two-hour Zoom meeting with admin and everything. And later on in the evening, we're having our board meeting over Zoom. So we're keeping our distance. Our school is feeding children, which I know your school district is. Oh, that's still. awesome. And yeah. We're, we're doing that, and we're trying to keep it to 10 volunteers. So now we've got two lines and... It's uh, it's working out really good, but people come to talk to me, and they come right up to me, and I'm, uh-uh, uh-uh, <sighs> six foot, six foot. <laughs> you need to have, like, when the people are standing in lines, you need to just write, draw X's on the sidewalk or on the whatever hallway, and then tell people they have to stand on the X's that are six feet apart. Like, you can't, you can't be within them, and then, <laughs> yeah. then you don't have to worry about it. I told him he needed to go buy hula hoops and um, <laughs> yeah. strap suspenders to them and let people walk around with hula hoops around their waist. Oh, that's funny. There's your social distancing. <laughs> there you go. That's for sure. Now, I made it sound like I'm one doing the food service thing. I, that's not me. That is the food service department just rocking it out. And I'm just there for support, making sure they got what they need. So I didn't want that to come off like I was handing out the food and stuff. They are rocking out a team. You don't want the but credit for that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because they are rocking that out. And, you know, 
and I'm handling on everything else. Oh, I'm so thankful for that because um, I saw a lot of stuff in the beginning when everything shut down. Then people were like, how are kids going to eat? And um, almost all at once, schools started loading buses and driving all over the the uh, district and handing them out. And it just, I, I don't know, I love it when the community comes together like that to help out. You know, one of the coolest things I saw, and uh, I think I already told you about it, but one school district, apparently their uh, their buses have Wi-Fi. They're like Wi-Fi hotspots. And they know that they're in communities where a lot of kids might not have access to internet. So each night or afternoon into the night, they are spread strategically parking these buses in neighborhoods so kids have a place like an outlet to go and sit and um, play video games on their computer maybe do some schoolwork on tablets now i will say that this i first read about this a couple weeks ago before things started getting a, a little worse so with the whole um social, so, distancing. social distancing and everything i imagine something like that might have gone away at this point but knowing that they thought through that to help those kids out at first, I thought that was amazing. So um, for us, ever since this started going crazy for us, it really took a turn a uh, week ago Thursday. So yep. we're on day, let's say Sunday. Nine. I, can't I don't even know. It doesn't even straight. matter. We're on day feels like, like 10. It would be right. It feels 10. like an eternity. The industry we're in has not slowed down. We're still going out into the public and working every single day. Yep, we are um, an essential business. Yeah, and it feels like through this, it's been double time almost. And I am on day 10 straight. Like, this is, I think, one of three breaks I've had. Like, doing this podcast is kind of an outlet right now. But in the last 10 days, man, it's just been from the time I wake up in the morning to the time I go to bed, it's phone, 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 taking care of things, making sure that we're, uh, we're a business of the public needs. So taking care of that, it's a weird... It's a weird uh, dynamic, though. Yeah, I was talking to somebody today, and I'm like, man, out of everything I know in my, everyone I know in my personal life, I think Trace and I are the only people working. Yeah. And still going out. Um, so it's weird. Yeah. I know. It, it's, it's kind of the same for me. I mean, every time you pick up your phone, your phone is just like blowing up and you're you're constantly dealing with something or someone with a question or a concern um and you're constantly having to contact your employees and it's i mean it's fine i'm fine doing it but it's a new level of uh chaos every single minute really yeah and I know that the other night, um, it was a specifically rough day for our, our profession. And you walked in the door at 3.30 and you were on the phone until 11 o'clock at night. And I think there were maybe three times in there when I was, we were trying to have a conversation and then immediately your phone would ring and you'd have to go take it. And I finally just said, like, I just want to have a conversation with my husband. And it was, it was rough. Can you believe that? This thing has been so rough that she's actually willing to talk to me at this point. Stop it. (laughs) Well, on the other side of that is... You know, uh, your one sister is now a nurse. Of course, this outbreak happens oh, yeah. just as soon as she finished her boards, and she is a nurse. Her and her fiancé are living in the same house almost completely separately, though, because he has 
Oh, asthma. because she has to stay away because yeah, she's bringing I mean, it all is, home. Yeah, she is on the front lines of this, of where she works. Oh, and gosh. her fiance has asthma, so, you know, so he's he's susceptible. He's on medicine that brings down his immune system. So one's living upstairs, oh one's living down. So is she actually working in like a ward that has contact with COVID-19 confirmed patients? Absolutely. Oh. That's so, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Does so she work in this area? Yes, uh, up here by up here by me. Oh, where okay. They've had some cases. Okay. Where they've had some cases. Uh, I do have a question for the two of you. Okay, say tomorrow. Now this is gonna take a minute. I want you guys to discuss it. But say that tomorrow morning you get up and they say where you work is closed. You've got thirty days together in the house. You, <laughs> the kids. <laughs> 30 days. Go. So for me, um, there's a video game coming out tomorrow called Half-Life Alex, which is a sequel to a game that came out in 2004. So this is a game that nobody thought would ever exist. 16 years later, it finally comes out tomorrow. So um, Teresa and I would survive that quarantine because she probably wouldn't see me for 30 days. (laughs) Ultimately, we'd be about 50 yards apart, but I just quarantined myself, self-isolate in this bedroom, not office. Yeah. Um, My plan this whole time has been to go room by room and clean and organize and throw everything away, Um, because I don't really have time to do that on the normal. Um, But besides that, I'd probably lose my mind, to be honest. The gym's not open. I can't do anything other than watch TV and, you know, be with my kids, which I love greatly. But, you know. 30 days. We don't love them that much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely have to brew a couple batches of beer. Yes. It's killing me. Me too. That's right. Well, I've been giving Kelly a hard time every day about brewing beer. Telling him I'm going to run out. Oh, yes. There you go. I've been a little bit busy. Uh, Just a little bit. So I can't get a tattoo. I can't go to the gym anymore. What the heck am I going to do? You can't get your hair cut um, or go to the spa, get your nails done. Um, It looks like you just got a haircut. Either that (laughs) or I'm just getting old and falling out. You can't get the dog groomed either. I missed my opportunity, and now my poor dogs are going to go months without a haircut. They're going to look awful. Really? You know, I had about a free hour yesterday, and uh, I almost thought about shaving one of the dogs. Really? I was going to pull up a YouTube video, because I'm sure they're out there. (laughs) I'm sure. Um, Pull up a video on how to trim a schnauzer. Look at his face. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have to do it. Oh my now god. <laughs> we'll post the pictures of <laughs> what they look like. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yes, please do. Please do. I told Boo, I said, um, if you don't have to go back to school, I'm shaving your head. Cause he looks he's not he needs a haircut, but again, I just missed it. So we we're gonna probably shave his head. Oh, <laughs> uh. So you can't have the dog's haircut right now either? I, I didn't know that. Nope. No. When I tried to make an appointment, they said the groomers were closed. Okay. I didn't know that. You can go buy pet stuff, but you just can't get them groomed. Day by day, things are shutting down. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I guess uh, I'm going to have to uh, 
sit here in my chair for 30 days if that happens. Good thing me and Melissa has been oh, practicing, man. you know, social distance. I sit in my chair. She sits at the end of the couch. We've been, we've been ready. We've been gearing up for it. We've been doing this for like a couple of years, you know, so, so we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> So one question that I've been asking people is that um, obviously this can be kind of a dark time and can be, it's easy to be down right now um, or caught up in everything and all the stress that's going along with it. Is there anything that you're doing intentionally to kind of as like self care to things to take your mind off of it or little escapes? Hmm. Myself, uh, I've, this is my third podcast today. It's that usually don't happen. Okay. <laughs> and that was kind of neat. The one I did earlier was talking to people all over the world, you know, Canada, the UK. We started off serious. We ended up cracking each other up, telling funny stories. So that was good because I've been, you know, I've been the go-to person as far as the news and everything, checking into this because that's what my job is. So been doing that. And we've talked a lot about things we're going to do. Yeah, the grandkids will not have any toys by the time this is over with, because we're going through the rooms and getting rid of it's everything. It's best that way. <laughs> we start all over. But that's what I've been doing. I've but I've been I've been very deep into this, and I need to back out a little bit. But I can't. I just can't. For me, um, this is my second podcast this week, and one of the other podcasts I do, I intentionally told him I was stepping away for. I wanted a good month break. To, to take care of some stuff and I just wasn't really having time for it but I reached out to those guys this week and just said hey I, I really want to come this week just to have a little normalcy yeah um, because it was one of those things that could kind of feel like real life again um, then there is this and then um, a few nights ago we watched a new comedy special on Netflix which I think that was the first time in a week that I had an hour to where i was not thinking about coronavirus yeah. my phone didn't go off somehow that entire time and i was just able to laugh my ass off at that and uh those were literally in the last 10 days these are the three things that i've been able to kind of peel myself away from work for um and each one was like a mental break that was super needed yeah how about you I I we watched that comedy show and that's about as much. I mean, I went to the grocery store by myself today to literally get away. Um but beyond that, yeah, no, I don't I don't have a lot, so So I was just gonna say, yeah, I'm just heavy into the news. I've been I was up this morning at four thirty oh, to watch yeah. the news. But I've been off a little bit, so my days are messed up. The news ain't on on Sundays at four thirty. So <laughs> I know. Every single day this week, I've said to myself, oh, my God, it is only Tuesday. It is only Wednesday. And multiple times I've said this. I know I say this a lot, but this is literally the longest week of my life. It is never ending. It's so exhausting. Um, but I, I have seen some funny memes. I saw one that said, um, you know, because everybody's quarantined right now, that in nine months, we're going to have a big boom of babies again. And then when they're teens, we can call them the quarantines. So I got a, <laughs> I got a good kick out of that one. I can say out of all podcasts you could ever do. 
This is the worst time to be uh, talking about memes on a podcast because everybody's seen them. I know. That's all they have right now. He didn't see Going it. On, he online. liked it. <laughs> hey, I've made some of my own. Kelly taught me how to. He gave oh, me the right goodness. app to do it, and I've been putting out my own. So, yeah, you don't want to see Oh, jeez. I can't wait. No. Oh, they're out there. They're out there. <laughs> all right. Well. Oh, I think we're wrapping up now. So uh, we really appreciate you coming on our podcast, uh, especially since you've been busy. You had two other podcasts already today. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Well, I appreciate you letting me on. Um, you can definitely come back anytime you want. Um, but maybe. I th- maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I know we talked for a second about outlets. I hope maybe this was somebody's 45-minute getaway through all this craziness. Um, like I said, we wanted to stay grounded and making sure that we were being lighthearted but not joking about the virus at all. We know it's affecting people. Um, and we just hope that everybody stays safe, wash their hands, and hopefully next time we record a podcast, we can have better things to talk about. Hopefully we all get through this together. Um, so I think that's going to be all for us. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> <laughs>